This, 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 this is mythical. Nicole, you're all about that Mediterranean food, right? Of course. I actually made the most incredible chicken souvlaki for dinner last night. I made a little salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions. I sprinkled some feta on there, and I made a little wrap. It was so, so good. I have so much feta cheese in my fridge at all (laughs) times. Like Mediterranean food, Greek food specifically, is one of Julia's favorites. It's one of my favorite ways to cook and also favorite ways to eat. Now you can taste the Mediterranean at Whole Foods Market. Get those Mediterranean-inspired flavors and save on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey. Go now and save on regionally inspired selections through March 19th. Dude, I love me some Whole Foods ground lamb. I was doing yeah, smash burgers the other day. A little harissa mayo on there. Lamb. Ooh, you can make kefteres. You make locanico. God, I want some lamb. You can find sales on animal welfare certified meat like boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, and more. Yeah, save on seafood too while ordering whole branzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. I got a branzini from there and let me tell you I stuffed it with parsley, garlic, lemon, fresh oregano and it was absolutely Branzini delicious. is plural. It would be one Branzino. Is that true? I'll show myself out. Yeah, it actually is. Oh my gosh, I had no <laughs> idea. I've been calling it Branzini slash Branzino just like willy-nilly. Boom roasted. Just like my fish, huh? <laughs> and their wines from the sun-soaked Mediterranean start at just $8.99. That's $8.99 for some bomb, bomb wine. Sip from the vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy. I will, Nicole. Check out 365 by Whole Foods Market and stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and more. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. If the Chex Mix pieces were different high school cliques, the theater kids would be mini breadsticks. But which piece are the cheerleaders? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaiti. And Nicole... I know that we said a long time ago we would never discuss politics on the show, but I, I, think, <laughs> we did? I think it's time that we get really serious, okay. you know, and discuss what's the best piece in the Chex Mix bag. Oh, my God. I know it's going to get controversial. Yeah, of course. It's going to get Naturally. Heated. It's just human nature. But we, there has to be a forum for healthy debate in this world, Nicole, <laughs> and that's, that's what the heck we're doing today. Damn, you want me to just... Go out and say how I feel right now. No, I want you to pussyfoot around the subject for the next 90 seconds. <laughs> okay. And then finally kind of work up the courage to tell me your real thoughts. Well, all the Chex Mix pieces are important and equal. <laughs> but there is one standout that I think we all know. I mean, it is just in your face. And you know that that Chex Mix piece is the piece. It is the only piece that really matters. I disagree. I know. I know do what you're going to say. Gonna I know say? what you're going to say. Do you, you do, do it on three? What I'm going to say? Well, I'm going to say what you're going to say on three because I know exactly what what you're going to say. But it's not my my opinion. I hate you. You are a piece of crap. (laughs) What is what I'm going to say also what you're going to say? No. Oh, you have a different one. And I vehemently disagree with what you're about to say. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Right chips. chips. No, it's not right (laughs) chips. And I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Because there is already a standalone product called rye chips that exists and it's made but by a superior company that Gardettos? makes Chex Mix. Oh yes, Gardettos is oh superior even God. though are they owned by the same company as Chex Mix? General Mills since the late 90s of course they are. So <laughs> I'm saying that Nicole, if you want if you want rye chips, you get a bag of Gardettos. No, I don't No, 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 no. See, you're thinking that I just want a solo bag of rye chips and that's not what I want. 
I want to fish why, why, out. Why, 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 why wouldn't you want the single best piece of Chex Mix in every bite, Nicole? Because life has ups and downs and checks and balances. And sometimes in life you need to eat the crappy little mini ribbed breadstick. <laughs> why are they it's, ribbed? Why are they ribbed, ribbed, ribbed for, for whose pleasure? pleasure? <laughs> for my pleasure? For whose pleasure? So, you know, in life sometimes you need to eat, you know, the crappy little pieces to really savor the really good rye chips. I don't know what it is. I like fishing through and collecting them while also eating the rest of the Chex Mix. <laughs> Am t- I weird? What's your general strategy for Chex Mix eating? Gosh. So um, what I like to do is I like to put the dark pieces together. So the rye chips. No, the dark Chex pieces. Yeah. The whole wheat chips. Those are the best because they <laughs> carry the most flavor. Like, they're so I don't dense. know why. They're so dense, but like whatever seasoning powder they put it's on like the Chex Mix. It's like a burnt Trisket. It's so damn delicious. <laughs> So I like to put the the dark pieces together and I eat them together and I try to eat the rye chips alone, but I also will eat it with the checks. And then um, I throw away the pretzels. No, you don't. I I either throw away the pretzels or I just ignore them completely. Okay. And then the breadsticks, I might gnaw on one a little bit here and there. And then, yeah, I have a whole methodology. I will go through and instead of throwing away the pretzels, I will put them all in my mouth at once. I will go Mm. through, sort through the entire mix (laughs) and put them all in my mouth and just get them out of the way. Uh Uh-huh. You get them. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah, And then I'll take a sip of Diet Dr. Pepper and just wipe (laughs) my palate clean. And then I have an ideal snack mix Mm -hmm. where all of them, I think, have good merits, right? Right chips. We're talking texture on that, I love the crunch, the shattering crunch. It's a shattering crunch. But that said, like you talked about, the Chex Mix is a bag of uh, like – contrasting textures. Fun times. It's back of fun times. It's, it's the best road times. trip snack. Agreed. I think so. And not only original check, I'm talking bold, bold. bold party mix. Ah, I love you. More MSG. <laughs> this is not scientifically verified yet, but more MSG <laughs> per square millimeter of snack food than any other snack food I've oh ever had. Oh, God. It is so good. And it is so, it's just MSG, white pepper, uh, and it is fantastic. Vinegar? But, There's a bottle of vinegar on it or something, Is it huh? really? I think so. I think so. it might be Worcestershire. Is it Worcestershire? So, okay, it's so, incredible, whatever uh, it is. To get my f- official answer out of there, Nicole, it is called Chex Mix. <laughs> the best piece in there, it's the corn Chex. Oh, it's the not corn the Chex, best. It, it is like a precursor to Doritos 3Ds. Mm-hmm. Chex Cereal 1, it's a fantastic cereal. Oh, yeah. It has horrifying uh, history and origin behind it. You were telling me that before we'll, this. Yeah, we dove into the research. <laughs> okay, so we've talked a lot about how every soda brand started off as some sort of heavy narcotic, right? Sure. There's just... Just cocaine in all the sodas. There's lithium in it, all that. Um, conversely, uh-huh. every single wheat-based snack food, grain-based snack food started off as some insane, like, religious wellness cult mm-hmm. from the 1800s. Like, you had uh, cornflakes, so right, where John Harvey Kellogg, uh, and he was giving people yogurt enemas at his sanitarium, you know, and then Post was started by one of his acolytes. Graham crackers were started by the the Grahamites who believed it could temper sexual urges. I had no idea that Chex Mix was part of that via this strange mm. cult called Ralstonism. That was also oh my gosh, horror. Have you heard of Ralstonism? No, but I love finding out about cults. So this is a new one for me. Uh, yeah, it was also horrifyingly racist. I wow. mean, straight up pro eugenics. Um, I also love to point out when companies have like historical Nazi ties, Fanta <laughs> yeah, Soda. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that one day. But like, uh, yeah, the origin of Chex is absolutely horrifying. Um, just to like get into it, a precursor. So it was literally created by the Purina company. Oh, the dog which was food. Called, yeah. So Purina, Purina didn't start off as a dog food company. It oh, started it making that. 
And then they eventually separated brands, but it was called the Ralston Purina Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they introduced Czech cereal in 1935, originally called Shredded Ralston, to try and appeal to the Ralstonites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they changed it to Wheat Checks. You know the Purina logo? The red. It's like a red checkerboard. Yes, yes. Checks, checkerboard. Uh- Oh. Ah, right? Ah. The Czechs literally looked like the, the Purina logo. <laughs> um, so anywho, the original Czechs came out in 1935, and then in like the uh, 1950s, they published Czechs Party Mix, right? The swinging 50s, World War II, baby boomers done. Let's let's get drunk, drink some probably beef bouillon-based cocktails, and eat some Czechs mix. Yeah, what is that about? I've been seeing that on my, on my TL. Really? Beef. Beef stock cocktails? Dude, I'm back into it. Campbell started this whole campaign where they called it um, Stocktails, I think. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but yeah, That's I great. really, there's a drink called a Bull Shot that has yes, like yes. a vodka and beef broth and hmm. probably Worcestershire and stuff in it. I really enjoy it. Interesting. Bloody Mary, you drink a Bloody Mary. Yeah, why not? Um, Anywho, so yeah, literally checks were created by a, a, a Ralstonite and they believed, okay, Ralston is an acronym that stands for Regime, Activity, Light, Strength, Temperation, Oxygen, and Nature. Mm, what's temperation? Temperation is not drinking, like uh, withholding things from yourself, like the temperance movement. I'm kind of down, though. With no, the Nicole, <laughs> don't bring back <laughs> oh the temperance God. movement. No, 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 Jesus. no, the temper- no, no, with, with okay, uh, regime, that's yeah, good. You know, activity. Regime is generally a okay. bad term. No, for like, no, but regime you know. means like, you know, like like a diet is a regime. Yeah, you have a regimen. Like yeah. a regimen, yeah, okay. Activity, great. Yeah. Light, shining, vitamin D, it's strength, so important. Maybe not temperation, like moderation, okay. <laughs> a little bit. Oxygen, need it. Yeah, nature, you love it. Nature, want it. Yeah, okay. This sounds like fun. What they didn't include in the acronym. <laughs> for again the inventor of checks was that they believed in like forced castration of non-white people that's oh, rough that one's that one's bad. I don't like that we officially denounce this thing I don't like um, that part that said <laughs> uh, the the times holy crap insane that all these cereals have that sort of origin it's really maybe people were just <laughs> crappier before maybe, well yeah I yeah. mean you know this is uh, mid like mid to late 1800s yeah you know um Anywho, standards of morals. Flash yeah. forward, 1952, original recipe for Chex Mix <laughs> is created, but it didn't end up in bags on shelves until 1987. Great. So that's the general timeline. Going from like a uh, racist, pseudo-religious wellness cult uh-huh. to then a cereal to made the- by a dog food company <laughs> to now being in all our homes and shelves in 1987. Um Wow. Nicole, wow. does that change the way you think about checks? I was pretty floored by I all this. I mean, it's crazy to think about, but a lot of origin stories are wild. Yeah. So I'm kind of like desensitized to wild stories at this point. That is true. Yeah. And, you it's know, very interesting, and I'm glad that like you brought it to the forefront. But gosh, <laughs> if someone takes my ride chips, I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off. If someone gets the ride chips off the shelves, we're going to fight. I like how we joked about politics in the beginning. Yeah. And then now it's like, <laughs> well, racist forced castration wellness cult. Um, anywho, corn checks. You best like piece. corn checks? It's the best piece. <laughs> it's the best piece. Can I ask you a question? How Go do you ahead. feel about Muddy Buddies? Oh, Muddy Buddies are interesting. To what me, are, tell the people what Muddy Buddies are if you know what Muddy, muddy Buddies, buddies are. are something that the rich, attractive Christian kids' moms in high school would make. Yeah. And then they would send them to, to school with a giant Tupperware full of it. Or they'd give out individual bags to people mm-hmm. for gifts. It How is, many times you got a bag? What? Did you ever get a bag? Sometimes I didn't get a bag. And I was like, is it because I'm Jewish? <laughs> or like, did you think that this was... Res- <laughs> did you think that you were being respectful by not... Because, like, money buddies are... People would make them for Christmas. Is it a Christmas food? 
But not, it's not like a historically Christian food. No. You know what I mean? It's not like Jesus was uh, eating, you know, money buddies with the disciples. No, no, no. Um, but I don't know. People would make them around Christmas time. Okay, interesting. At least from what I, I mean, I've never actually made them. What, what are the ingredients? It's like, um, I think it's melted chocolate with powdered sugar, maybe peanut butter. Some people. Corn syrup. Yeah. People put like sugar. It's like a coated Czech cereal. Yeah. And it's so good. It's so good. Oh, there's so much just hydrogenated oil in it. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Czech cereal, peanut butter, chocolate, butter, vanilla, salt, and powdered sugar. So good. It's okay. And they started selling those in stores now, too. That came, like, much later than the original Chex Mix. I have an idea. What's your idea? Why don't we make Chex Mix Muddy Buddies but, like, the whole bag? Just you want you just want chocolate covered rye chips, you fiend. Yeah. You absolute fiend. Do you think I care anymore? <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm I this is a good idea. If you think write in the comments on the Apple on the Apple Podcast page how much of a good idea that that is. I, I think okay, I'm I'm fascinated by how many flavors that Chex Mix has come out with. Yes. Because like the original, the original flavor of Chex Mix, the original recipe that was posted on the box in 1952, uh, which was actually from like the wife of the founder of the company, mm-hmm. it was uh, melted butter, Worcestershire. The only ingredients were uh, like wheat Chex, corn Chex, and peanuts. Oh, and nice! And it was just Worcestershire butter and like onion powder. Mm, oh, gee! And you just melt it on there, bake it off till it dehydrates and becomes nice and glazed. Yeah. I want to bring back the original. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's Let's the thing. I love, like you said, you only want the rye chips because they have something else to contrast off of. Mm-hmm, true. I'm the opposite. I would just like a <laughs> giant bag of seasoned checks coated in butter and Worcestershire and then the occasional peanut, Nicole. That's what occasional I want. Occasional peanut. Occasional peanut. That's nice. where my politics lie. Very, very good. I love me some cheddar checks mix. No, I disagree entirely. <gasps> I, I think the original flavor of just pure MSG really? and, and Worcestershire. Oh, no. Is the best way to go. Like, to me, the bold party mix can never be. Oh, yeah. The bold is... The bold is like I've, next level. I've had it all. I've had I've had the honey nut, the salt, the Ugh, sweet I don't and savory. Like, I don't like do the honey nut. I don't like the honey nut. I think I think keep sweet things sweet, keep salty things salty, unless you're talking about um kettle, what are they called? Popcorners. What are you pop- read popcorners? What is it? You know pop-, pop chips? Yeah. The like air puffed potato chips they sell at the Costco now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They got a brand of triangle shaped ones called uh-huh. popcorners. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's also made of popcorn. Do they give them do they give them on pl- airplanes? airplanes? Yes, dude. Yeah, dude, I dude. hate them oh so much. No, me and Julia. Ew. We were we were on a flight and we literally ate six bags of those. We came <laughs> the back. corn ones? Yeah. I saw them like- at the <laughs> store and then I bought two family sized bags of them and we've just been eating them. We'll dip them in ice cream. Oh, man. Yeah. Popcorners. That's the only salty sweet snack that I approve mm-hmm. of. Everything I else. Like, I'm not I don't a big know. fan. Yeah. Chex has those crazy flavors. They have the maxed, the spicy dill maxed. Yeah. Don't love it. Don't oh, love it was it. disgusting. I it was think, wet. How was it so wet? Yeah. I don't know. They. I don't know how they make Chex mix wet, but well, they did it. The, the recipe was literally we're covering this crispy cereal in sauce <laughs> yeah. and then we're baking it off. Right. I guess. And then I, I'm almost fascinated, though, by the fact that all these pub mixes, like, they were a big thing because of these, like, you know, 60s, 70s, like, party era things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's only for depressing offices. Not Chex Mix. Or, Chex Mix is okay. the one. Okay. That, but, like, Uts. Oh, like, that kind of pub mix? You know what I mean? That pub mix yeah. they sell at, like, Staples. If you're selling your food. With the sesame sticks? Yes, oh. which I love them. Uh, I don't. I think, that, I think those are great. I think we need to bring back artisanal pub mixes. Hmm. Okay. And that's a big thing. What would you put in your artisanal pub mix? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good idea. Uh, wasabi peas. Uh-huh. Got to be number one ingredient. Uh, uh-huh. No, wait. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, if, okay. We're, if we're really doing this, Nicole, if we're trying to plan a business, 
You That's think. all this podcast is sometimes. Yeah, it's us trying ventures. to get out, trying to figure out how we can stop doing this podcast. No, I'm kidding. We, we love This is the best part this of our day. This is the best, literally best part of my day. But that said, yeah, always looking for an exit strategy. Um, <laughs> you got to look at like, I'm thinking about these new uh, snacks like Pitos, right? They're like mm-hmm. Cheetos made from chickpeas because yeah, they're yeah. healthier. There's another one that makes a puffed lotus root Ooh, snacks. Never had really, that oh, one before. Oh my God, they sell them in Whole Foods. <gasps> it's called, I can't remember. It's really nice. Anywho, we need to take these like ancient grains, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? We, we can lie about it. Yeah, we can lie about it too. Amaranth. We can say it's amaranth, and then it can just be like a, a, a washed Cheeto, you know, <laughs> that we're chopping into smaller bits, and then we got to dust it with like some sort of like black garlic seasoning, right? Something mm-hmm. buzzy, buzzy. You know, I hate black Something garlic. Something like though. uh, really? Yeah, too, it's like it's like jammy. It's like garlic oh, I love jam. That sweet. It's like sickly sweet. Yeah, it's sickly sweet. Yeah, there's I only want that, so much though. I can handle. I like raw garlic instead. I actually, that's a general, t- not that we ever get lost on tangents here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sick of roasted garlic. I I think more oh, people really? need to I realize how good raw garlic is. Like, like people will make garlic bread or, you know, I don't know, mashed potatoes and everyone's taking the garlic and they're like, to make it more potent, roast it first. Like that makes it so much less potent. Less potent, yeah. That's literally less potent. You're, it, you're muting it. You're caramelizing the sugars. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I one time ate a raw garlic clove and it ruined my life. Remember that? Yeah, wait, yeah. was I there? That was I also for the did live. One, that I, was for the live. Yeah. Yeah. I did it on set and I was like really trying to, I was, it was during a Fancy Fast Food episode and I, I was remember. like uh, gagging throughout yeah. it. Yeah, and, really and I struggle. did it and I was stoic as hell. Remember that? <laughs> I was so stoic, but I was like dying on the inside. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal boring routine? I think it is. Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game, slugger. With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work. Having a blast in traffic. Having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 61524. Void where prohibited. Speaking of Chex Mix, <laughs> um, Debbie always used to bring the cheddar ones and then she would uh, give me the little uh, cheddar squares, the little cheddar triangles in there. And that was like how we were friends. Oh, I have a lot of stories sweet. like that. Do you think you're on the right side of history, Nicole? <laughs> In most things, yeah. In, <laughs> in like at least ninety eight percent of things, I do. What do you What do you think most people would say their favorite Chex Mix pieces? Huh. I would like to think that people think like me. Nicole, <laughs> the answer to the survey posted by BuzzFeed, which I believe oh my is God, one of the so major, legit. one of the major three political polling places. They're the ones that, that BuzzFeed, had all the, Bloomberg, and what's the other one? <laughs> uh, Pew Wapo. Research Center. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's what's the other one? I don't know what you're talking about at Research all. Center? No they idea. They do like a lot of actual polling. There's, I have nothing, no idea what you're talking Quinn about. Pike? Is Quinn Pike the one that does the... When you say polling... 43%, Nicole, 43% of people said that the big brown toast looking thingies, which is, <laughs> wow, what a scientific... Is that the right yes. chance? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. And then and then 29% said the yellowish tan checks, which are indeed the corn checks. It used to be, fun fact here, it used to be a mixture of corn and uh, wheat flour checks. Was it They've now? They've since cut the wheat flour <laughs> to just do, next one, the brown checks comes in at 10%. 43% rye chip, 29% corn checks, 10% wheat checks. 14% ribbed for anyone's pleasure <laughs> breadsticks. And then, and then Nicole, at a whopping 4%, the pretzels. Yeah, because the pretzels are the worst part. They're whack. That is that is shockingly low, 4%. Yeah. I just assumed there'd be some sort of like rounding error anywhere else. I have a question. Do you like the round pretzel more or the window pretzel? I like to tongue out the whole the round pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Then I, I have fun. Yeah, you, you used to just like kind of sit it on your tongue and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but then you get the window pretzel and you gnaw off the corners to try and create like a, like a plus cool sign. Like yeah, a yeah. throwing star? Yeah, like a shuriken. Shuriken <laughs> is what it's called. And then and then if we, Nicole, if we flip the data, if we flip the data here mm-hmm. in a poll from Baby Center, which is one of the leading, one, hold on, one of the world's leading centers for baby. it is for babies, by babies, and of babies. And there is a poll that said, what Chex Mix pieces could you live without? And Nicole, there are upwards of 448 voters on this. Oh, which wow. Which to me, that is the most scientific poll that has ever been conducted. What Chex Mix pieces could you live without? Uh-huh. Effectively asking, what is your least favorite? Rye chip came in first at 36.2%. No, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you Rye the chip, problem with this. What's up? The question is being asked in a weird way. Yeah. It makes my brain hurt. What Chex Mix pieces could you live without is like saying it's the grammar is wrong or something. It's not the grammar. No, this is actually part of political polling, though, where they mm-hmm. call it negativity bias. Yes. If 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 a pollster calls you, which that's how they actually used to do polls and still do, uh-huh. even though now the data is so skewed because it all predicates on the fact of who the hell is going to pick up a phone. Mm-hmm. And it's always just an old person who's mad. That's right. But it's literally called negativity bias. If someone says like, hey, do you have time to talk about Gover- Governor Gavin Newsom? If somebody likes Newsom, you know, if they're like really all form, which I don't know that I know a single, again, not getting political. <laughs> I don't know a single person that's like, we really love Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Who's willing to talk to them about it where if somebody answers the phone and they hate Gavin Newsom and somebody goes, hey, do you have a minute to talk? They'll be like, let me tell you about Gavin. So there is a negativity bias where people will actually respond more strongly if they have that negativity bias. And so in this, what checks mixed pieces could you live without? People feel strongly that they don't want the rye chips. So, Nicole, rye chips aren't just the favorite necessarily. They're the most polarizing. Wow. And in an increasingly polarized world, Nicole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you need to denounce your love of rye chips and no. get on. No, no, no. Get on the moderate train of uh, corn checks. Moderate doesn't get stuff done. Moderation. <laughs> does, when you're moderate, Jesus nothing Christ. happens. Nothing happens. You need to stick to your convictions and go with it and move forward. Accelerationism. And whoever gets in your way, run him over. <laughs> run him over. Rye chips for life. If we were to start, if we were to start our own sort of like mythical kitchen wellness cult, okay, you know, like we don't necessarily have to. Okay, all I'm saying, we have an audience. You know, uh, we have a voice. We have the propaganda machine. Maggie, you're down to be minister of propaganda. Yeah, Maggie's in. Um, good news. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what? What? Actually, though, what would your like core tenets be? Of like, this is what you should eat. No one this has is what you ever asked do. me this before. What are your core tenets of your of your wellness rituals that you um, would? Like like food or just like in general? Both. Like, okay. like if you look at the Everyone has to go on a walk for at least an hour listening to the music that they like. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> that's number one. That's not a cult. That's just a walking club. That's a, <laughs> well, that's that's a how it all started. 
What is a cult if not a hobbyist group? Are you going to play a subliminal sound in their music? No, no. My cult is going to be just free loving, just energy vibes. That's how they all start. And then you start starving them of protein. Yeah. Let me them go of through the, my other tendons or whatever you said. Let me go through my pillars. And then 27 people dead in the Tokyo subway. <laughs> that's how that's how it happens. <laughs> so I have a walk. Do you want to do, since it's collaborative, this cult. So number one, go on a walk for an hour listening to music you like. Okay, um, at least three times a week deadlift to within 90% of your max to spike your central nervous system. Okay, number three, listen to Hot Dog is a Sandwich every day for at least three hours. Yeah, uh, after that, though, you're going to want to supplement it with sounds of jaguars hunting. That way it just increases your testosterone, spikes that so you recover faster from the deadlifts. Okay, next. Chex Mix for every meal. Every single meal is Chex Mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the Chex Mix is sprinkled with creatine. Because that uh, way, Nicole, people think creatine just adds water uh, weight. Your body's 80% water. Most weight is water weight. It floods your it? muscles. It makes it harder. That way you can do more deadlifts, listen to more sounds of Jaguar hunting, and eat more Chex Mix. Okay, that's good. I think, that's those are, that's I, think good. A, I think we got a base. Megan, can you draft up a deck? Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to pitch it to Purina and be like, oh hey, my God. you want to jump back into the weird cult game no from your way. origins? I, I, can I just say something? I love this conversation because I feel like I'm tapping into like my childhood right now in a weird way. Does that make sense? Because Chex Mix is just such a childhood favorite. Yeah. It's like it reminds me of being in like third grade. It reminds me of like hanging out with my homies. Was, was it like the premier snack food on I would the playground? Say so. I would say so. What, what other ones had the like mm. cultural capital that Chex Mix had when you hot were a child. Hot Cheetos? Yeah, Hot but Cheetos maybe we were, were too, later. Maybe we were too young to eat Hot Cheetos at that time, but it was definitely, oh, Famous Amos Cookies? Famous Amos. Interesting. Famous Amos Cookies were hot on the market. Chex Mix, um, if your mom really liked you, she would cut up fruit for you and put it in a bag, but then you would <laughs> throw it away because you're a bad kid. That's me, sorry. So yeah, I think those were the three that like defined my childhood at least. Um, flavor Blasted Goldfish. <gasps> Had to be flavor blasted because they were new at the time. Yum. And so for me, I was always like literally the bold party mix Chex Mix has such uh, – it lives in my brain rent-free. I see what you're saying. As the kids would say sure, these days, sure. right? Uh, but flavor blasted extra cheddar goldfish, which I didn't even love. I didn't even love it, Nicole, and I still don't. But and I don't think them. goldfish can have a candle – can hold a candle to Chex Mix. Yeah, um, me either. I'm trying to think what else, though. Uh, Milano cookies, those are ones that I will always resent because oh the rich gosh. hot kids had them. Yeah, Milano's know? were not it. No, no, no. They wanted to be, but we wouldn't let them. Where do you stand in the uh, in the Gardettos versus Chex Mix? What one bag? Two bags in front of you. One Chex Mix, one Gardettos. Oh my gosh! Which one are you choosing? I'm picking Gardettos. You're picking Gardettos. Because I'm an adult now, and the packaging is more adult. <laughs> is it just me? The colors are more like baroque. The style is like chicer. Oh, of Gardettos? Yeah, yeah, the Gardettos bag it's is elevated. chicer. It's got an Italian name. I know. It's like I'm walking yeah, into yeah. a deli and it's like, this is the Chex yeah. mix of my people. So one thing that authoritarian <laughs> regimes do, right? Authoritarian regimes, they like to create an illusion of choice. Okay. So actually in authoritarian countries, uh, the opposition parties will be run by the authoritarian government. And so they that kind sucks. of like, yeah, they kind of, I mean, it's all in, in George Orwell's 1984, right? Mm-hmm. Where Big Brother literally starts the opposition. And so that way, when people join it and they find out it's run by the government, they go, oh, they really do have total control, right? And the goal of propaganda isn't to get you to believe things that are false. It's to get you to question every belief that you had to the point where your thoughts are so malleable. Point is, Gardetto's and Chex Mix, <laughs> both owned by General Mills. They're the same company, Nicole. I think the rye chips from Chex, <gasps> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, go, go, go. I thought you were calling me Papa for a second. I was like, what? 
I think the rye chips are literally coming off the same factory floor. I think they're the same Do product. Do you? I think they're the same product. Well, I mean, Gardetto's has different pieces entirely. They don't have checks in it. But yeah. what, are, what are the pieces of Gardetto's? I don't know. Let's go piece for piece. Piece for piece. Who can hold on? I've been listening to a lot of political podcasts lately. I can tell. Can. Well, more, more about the history of, uh, of wars. Um, That's good. At least you're an educated yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to the Lions Led by Donkeys podcast. They do good work. Lions led by donkeys? Yeah, I believe it was a term from uh, uh, World War I, mm. referring to, to inept generals who led uh, brave men. Cool. Um, anyways, yeah, what are the Gardetto's ingredients? G- crunchy breadsticks, uh-huh. pretzels, uh-huh. double roasted rye chips. Mm. <laughs> Is that really it? No. There can't only be three pieces in Gardetto's. Maybe. Uh, pretzels? Pretzels? Are there's there really? two kinds of breadsticks. Oh, yeah, there's there's like pretzel sticks and breadsticks, right? But is yeah. that really only three pieces in no, Gardetto's? No, 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 no. This it, is kind of messing me up. No, right no, no. Now. You got the rye chips. You got oh, the pretzel sticks. there is two breadsticks, right? You got the breadsticks. There's like a flat yeah. breadstick, mm-hmm. and then there's the ribbed breadstick. <laughs> so the ribbed breadstick and the rye chips, they're calling these double-roasted rye chips. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I buy it, Nicole. I li- I uh, Maybe we just need to buy t- both of them and taste them in a blind taste test. Oh, yeah. They got the little fat bread loaves. I love the, the fat. fat bread loaves are oh, so God. much better. Oh, my God. The fat bread loves, man. Nicole, draft your ultimate snack mix team right now oh based God, on oh your God. knowledge of Gardetto's and Jex Mix. Rye chips, mini fat breadsticks, uh, brown checks, um, maybe a handful of pretzels just to ruin everyone's life. <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? And we're bringing back the original peanuts from the recipe. Oh, yeah. I'll throw like a couple peanuts in there for texture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're not bringing back the original ideology of the cult that spawned checks. No. My God, again, horrifying people. What the hell was wrong with the world? No, but you can follow our f- six pillars, five yeah, pillars. Yeah, six pillars, which are? Go on a walk every day listening to the music you like for an hour. Deadlift to 90% of your max weight three times per week. Um, Listen to our podcast for three hours. Listen to the sounds of jaguars hunting. Eat checks Mix for every meal. Creatine. And there you have it, folks. Join the official hot dog is a sandwich. Don't call it a cult. Cult will be out <laughs> flyering at your local college campus making people real upset. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call, uh, opinions <laughs> are like casserole. Okay, Ariana, <laughs> I see you. Also, hey, do you like podcasts? I hope you do. Otherwise, I love them. You're just sitting here like resenting yourself. You're listening. I to love it. them so much. I love one in particular that's going to be coming out in two days called Best Friends Back. Oh, All right. right. We tried. With Stevie <laughs> and Nagin. 
Yeah, they were they were uh, best friends in high school, mm-hmm. and then sort of lost touch after graduation. Yeah, and then now as thirty uh, something, I don't know if they're public about their age. So that's like a weird <laughs> thing for me to say. Anyways, they're trying to like see if they can rekindle, which is to me really incredible concept. Yeah, uh, who, I think it's sweet. If there was one person from high school that you could do that podcast with that you would rekindle, who would it be? Like my actual friend or like my sworn enemy? Because I kind of want to do it with my sworn enemy. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, Josh Newman, if you're hearing this, Josh Newman, let's let's be friends, man. I'd probably do it with Terry Pace. Was that your friend? Terry, yeah, yeah. He's a chef in LA. I should probably just call him. Just Instead call of this, him. I could always just, Terry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a call, man. Um, <laughs> I miss you. It's been, I haven't seen each other in like, God, probably, you know, 11 years. Yeah. Anyways. I'm like friends with everyone still. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean? you're local. You're local. Yeah, I'm a local, count. local chick. Yeah, Terry's in LA now, though. Um, Anyways, first up, <laughs> we got at Randler Rose, meatloaf is a house food and should never be ordered at a restaurant. Ah, uh, I never ate meatloaf at home. Yeah, fair. Yeah. It's like uh, there, there's a couple what I would call like. Um, Don't call Kuvi de Meatloaf. No, I wasn't going to call Kuvi de Meatloaf. <laughs> I was going to say there are several. Uh, yeah, not a PC term, whatever. Like white, it's my culture. I can say it like white trash delicacies that you never had. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Sloppy Joe's. You never, never had that. Those, you never really. had that. Mm-mm. Meatloaf. Mm-mm. Uh, you never made chili before. Um, not really. They're all kind of subsets of the same dish of something likely ketchup or tomato based. Uh, with ground meat. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge meatloaf fan. I, th- I think it is a very fantastic food. Really, if you do it well. Yeah. I mean, it's a giant meatball. It's the same recipe as a meatball, yeah. I'm sure. Um, Meatballs are an art. One time, I think one of the one of the producers got a meatloaf sandwich, and I'm like, hey, can I try that? I've never <laughs> had that before. And then they're like, absolutely. And I tried, and I was like, eh, okay, I get it, kind of. Right? But like sandwich? Mm, maybe. Yeah, I don't need the bread, because meatloaf has bread in it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, bread crumbs. Yeah, Or yeah. bread. Or just bread soaked in milk. That's how I like to do it. <laughs> nice. Um, um, I like a good restaurant meatloaf. I think it's a good way to gauge how good somebody is. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing I'll counter with. Steak should be a home food that you should never order at a restaurant. Oh, I disagree. Steak is very easy to cook well. Mm-hmm. And most place, most restaurants, they're just seasoning it with salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. They're just cooking it on heat unless they have some sort of special crazy grill they're using, whatever. You can do that at home better than they can. Meatloaf takes a lot more skill than steak. Hmm. If anything, never make a meatloaf at home. Only trust professionals <laughs> with it. You're silly. Last time I had a restaurant meatloaf was probably at Guy Fieri's restaurant where I had his like backyard barbecue bison barbecue meatloaf. That's and a lot was, of bees. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Uh, just a good ass meatloaf. You know, I like good ass meatloaf. I like ass meatloaf. <laughs> okay. DJ <laughs> Cereal Sauce says... Takis with a banana nut muffin that is fresh out of the work vending machine must be work vending machine. Yeah, uh-huh. Never had a banana nut muffin that is squishier and softer than a working than a work vending machine muffin. Nicole, you ever been in an office at a vending machine? Like they had to pay for? Uh, you had to like put sixty five cents in no, to get a cola? No, but I've been to like hospitals that have vending machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was, like vending machines aren't like typical. Well, okay. So For like me? Is that weird? No, not at all. You haven't worked in a lot of environments where they have been. Yeah, uh, no. When I worked for a magazine, we were in like a very old school, like 19, stuck in the 1980s office. And mm. we had a vending machine that took the exact change only. And so if you wanted oh. a muffin, Nicole, you had to have exactly like a dollar 35 cents or something. Oh, 30- how much do you think a muffin costs? <laughs> no, it's like a I big said, muffin. I said, oh, I, I don't know. I've never seen it before. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to What could a banana of- cost, Michael? $10? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought you said one thirty-five when I said 35 and I was like, twins. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but no, there's something special about a work vending machine because one, you're already likely in an uncomfortable scenario being stuck at work that you don't enjoy. And then the vending machine, it's like you have to go through a whole process 
right? Of putting in the coins and selecting it. It's like it was made just for you. And then when it really? finally comes out, you've turned that commerce into something craveable that you can eat. I understand this. Also, there's likely some sort of like steam and bacteria creating some sort of like heat from that. So it's oh, going to be a little bit warm. Ew. Oh, my God. That is that is disgusting. Why? No, it's good. Is it legal? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, of course, dude. It's great. Um, No. A lot of the Diet Cokes were expired in my old work vending machine. Okay. Uh, well, I have one question. Didn't you work for a food publication? We were we were a general interest publication, uh-huh. but we won awards and we only made money because of our food. So why section. didn't they give you guys food for free? Uh, we had no money. Yeah, we were so poor. <laughs> they just sorry. oh my god. Yeah, they would just lay people off. They were oh, like Christmas no. one day. The CEO just came in and like pointed at people and like you don't have jobs anymore. <gasps> uh, sorry. Okay, um, but the talkies <laughs> with the banana nut muffin weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know just gloss over the, the acid. The acid of the talkies. I think it's gonna clash with a bit. But I, I get the idea of needing comfort at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right, at uh, my smy twenty two buttered Kaiser roll Doritos smush. Maybe throw an orange soda in there. I think they mean throw an orange soda into the greater on the equation. Yeah, 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 on not, the side. Not into the sandwich. Don't dip it in. Um, a chip and condiment sandwich. I wouldn't go butter. I would go mayonnaise, of course. Of course. But a, a potato or a, a potato or corn chip sandwich with some sort of condiment delight. I was just hoping you'd say Kaiser roll. <laughs> Kaiser roll. No, the way that he says Kaiser blade. Sweet oh, blade. some folk call it a Kaiser blow. Kaiser blow? <laughs> <laughs> some folk call it a sling roll. Some folk call it a Kaiser roll. Mm. <laughs> Thank Doritos, you so much. Smush. I am fulfilled. Mm, maybe throw an orange soda in there. Mm. <laughs> I'm so fulfilled right now. Yeah, um, I would totally eat this, 100%. I've probably eaten this before. It's like that British sandwich, the chip buddy. I yeah, but throw... instead of chips, it's... Chips. <laughs> no, crisps. 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 No, yeah, it's a crisps. It's yeah, a yeah, crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crisp buddy. Okay, next. Uh, Emil Dilert says... This is kind of niche. But sweet, <laughs> Welcome but, to the podcast, but Emil. Swedish pizza needs to be recognized as its own style. Squeamish about pineapple on pizza? How about pineapple, chicken, banana, ham, and curry powder? How about some North Sea shrimp on it? How about a donor kebab pizza with all the fixins? We've had Swedish pizza, correct? Yes. Did we order it from a place around here? So what happened was it was the first. It was our first podcast. Do pineapples oh, belong did. on p- pizza when we used to record it? So our faces were on the internet, too. Yeah. And you got us a banana curry kiwi pizza? I don't really No, remember. I think it was shrimp. It was banana curry powder and shrimp. So that's a classic weird. combo in, in the Swedish canon of pizzas. Wild. Uh, yeah, it's from uh, Viking pizza in, in Kabob because uh, it is a Persian dude who lived in Sweden, moved to Glendale, opened up uh, a Swedish-style pizza and Kabob restaurant. And they they have all of it. They have the the doner pizza. They have the the shrimp and banana. Um, they have something one word just called pizza salad. <laughs> That's just like a little cup of like marinated cabbage. That I guess it's a salad you're supposed to eat with your pizza. Uh huh. Um, if we're ranking pizza styles, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know that I have this in my top fifty to one hundred per se. I really love it. I love the the. I think it's cool. I think everyone should try it at least once. Everybody should try it. Everybody should try shrimp, banana, and curry powder on a pizza. I want to eat the donor kebab one. And I recognize its autonomy as a legitimate pizza style. For sure. I do as well. Yes, yes, yes. At Dr. Dunt, (laughs) pancakes with vanilla ice cream and fresh squeezed lemon juice on top is God-tier dessert. Had it for the first time in Sydney, Australia many years ago. There's only one way this could be improved. What's that? Lemon kid. Lemon lemon kid. Put, put some, some lemon kid. Put on some lemon kid on it. Oh. A little bit of zest. I do agree that warm pancakes with cold ice cream on top uh-huh. is one of the best combinations in the entire world. 
I'm like salivating at the thought of it. Panqueques con helado. Oh my god, so good. I think they had that. That was we we made it for GMM once. It was like an Uruguayan McDonald's specialty. Really? It's like dulce oh, wow. de leche filled pancakes <gasps> topped with freaking soft serve. And that's the ideal. I, I don't think wow. you should make uh, pancake sandwiches on or pancake sandwiches. I don't think you should make ice cream sandwiches with cookies. Make them with pancakes. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, that's a brilliant out. idea. All right. Band Geek 255. When I was a kid, I used to dip my French fries in my Frosty. Pretty normal, but I would dip my fries in ketchup first. <laughs> Sweet. Salty combo is pretty dope. Um, I believe that for you. The thought of that makes me a little ill. I'm not going to lie. That's the M. Night Shyamalan twist that I was hoping for. <laughs> I dip French fries in Frosty. Okay, but, but first I dip them in ketchup. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Wild. Um, What do you do with the ketchup-stained Frosty? You just you dip, house it? No, you dip a naked fry in it. Okay, but 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 when I get when I get yogurt in the peanut butter jar, Nicole, because cross contaminating spoons for my morning protein shake, you say that that's bad and I shouldn't do that. But well, I say I say I finger out the yogurt stains, <laughs> and then you say you say we all eat that peanut butter. And I said I'm not stopping you from eating that peanut butter. I'm just saying that it's gonna have finger yogurt in it. So you are a vile who, who, who man. Among us? You are heinous. You are just a heinous, heinous individual. <laughs> oh my gosh, no man, don't. That's not it. Okay, okay, here we got Baby Girl Sheto. I think it's a Hungarian name. Bread toasted with ketchup and cheese makes the best poor people pizza. Like it more than real pizza. No, no, no. Best poor people pizza <gasps> here is a flour tortilla. You take that, you put a little bit of cheese in it, you put another flour tortilla on that. Because tortillas are, I mean, they're really like four cents a tortilla mm-hmm. if, you're buying, if you're buying the right stuff. Uh, and then you top that. Ketchup, great, cheap option, but also you get the canned tomato sauce, not the jarred tomato sauce. <laughs> they charge you for the jars. Mm-hmm. The canned tomato sauce will be 49 cents mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a can of Hunts, and Hunts, perfectly fine, and you smear that on top with a little bit of cheese. To me, that's the ideal poor people pizza. I like this poor people pizza more. This is fun, but this 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 goes too far from pizza. I think the pizza dia is the way to go. <laughs> well, that's you. I like <laughs> this one. I'm on your side, baby girl. You've made ketchup toast, which is a good dish. I love, yeah. But... The cheese helps. Oh, definitely. I'm just, down. I'm like craving hot ketchup right now. It's weird. Oh, we got salads for lunch. This sucks. I'm so excited for my salad. Oh, I hate uh, this. I want ketchup. I'm going to make ketchup toast in the kitchen. Okay. Back. Opal Dreit says, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm already laughing. There's nothing wrong with sticking an entire sandwich in the microwave to me- melt the cheese a little. Yeah. Obvi. It's tough, though. It's tough because microwave bread, it will it will get weirdly hard on you very quickly. That's okay. So I don't know if you've ever seen me do this. I'll just <sighs> microwave a plate of cheese. Yeah, you do this for food styling <laughs> techniques as well. Yeah, you microwave yeah. the cheese and just get it nice and kind of melty. You, you just sort of get the fridge chill off of it, and then that'll melt really easily. Sure. Yeah, but also if you got the time, man, ooh, stick in a sandwich. Like you get like a turkey, avocado, tomato, put the cheese on top of it, broil the cheese mm. to where the, the heat just gets the tomato enough. Yeah. Kind of brings that sandwich up to room temp gets the juices leaking a little bit mm. yeah whatever you want mm. baby go for it oh this is interesting steph makes what dollar store hot sauce and canned mangoes including juice blended up drizzled over generic toaster waffles it was the breakfast that really carried me through the struggle years this is a good struggle meal this is a Creative. great this is a great struggle meal this is also like two steps away from being like a 19 dollar brunch dish at a exactly. hip exactly you know what exactly. i mean exactly i think they're using el pato by the way you think oh oh that's the dollar yeah yeah my mind the immediately went to the el pato yeah yeah 
I uh, my my dad worked at a dollar store growing up, and not one of the big corporate ones, <laughs> not ninety nine cent only, not Dollar General. It was just one owned by an Israeli dude uh, in front of uh, in in Oceanside. And my That's brother and I used funny. to set up a, a lemonade stand outside, but then he wanted to cut the <laughs> owner, the Israeli owner. Um, <laughs> and so we're, I'm like eight years old, and we're trying to like negotiate. He's like, "You're in front of my store. You're stealing my customers. What if they wanted to buy a juice from me?" A, yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. I had, listen. He had a point. What a, so what yeah, a, we, can I say the D word? Listen, what we, a dick. <laughs> so we gave him. That was how. Yeah, we learned about predatory capitalism as what children. A dick. Um, anywho, his name was Osi. 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 If you're out there, ninety-nine cent store owner from Oceanside, um, I forgive you. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I stole a lot of candy from. from the, like, whatever. He would steal. Well, I think. Candy. Well, here's the thing. I think no, my brother. I mean, neither of us stole anything. It's bad. Don't do it. Um, but you know, we all did things that we weren't proud of. I think if anything, <laughs> we stole the lemonade powder from the ninety-nine cent store to sell in front and of the ninety-nine cent store. And he probably knew that. He probably knew that. Which so is why. Was, Looking back, it's just all a closed loop. That's you know, so <laughs> you have so many funny stories as a kid. Really, they're so traumatic, but so funny. Uh, Thank you yeah. for always Weird sharing. Stuff, man. Weird stuff. Okay, Veggies and Virtues <laughs> says fresh basil is a must for breakfast sandwiches. Fresh basil plus jam slash preserves just elevates the dish. The sweet, savory, earthy one, two, three punch. That's a KO. These are very well-written opinions, by the way. I love the voice that people are using. Y'all are stepping up. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that. Unless we got like a new crop of fans uh, and recently and that's what's going on. But you're doing great. Just the way that these are written, like people are like very passionate. Yeah, there's, and there's, you there's can pathos. Tell. There's, yeah. there's ethos. It, it's got it all. Yeah, I like it. Um, I love fresh basil in a nice breakfast sando. I don't like basil and eggs. Don't put pesto on eggs. I don't. It, to me, you something. don't like pesto and eggs. You, know you don't like. I don't like pesto. pesto and I don't like pesto and eggs. <laughs> so what? I think here's the what thing, the Nicole. Hell, and you want to? You want to? You want to know why? Because fresh basil, such a strong pungent smell. Uh huh. So is eggs. Eggs got the egg stink. When when I'm eating eggs, Nicole, I want egg stink and egg stink only. <laughs> I don't want the freshness of the basil. I think it takes away from the egg stink. <laughs> and you know what? Compliments what is egg stink. Cheese. Cheese has egg stink in it, and so does bacon because <laughs> it's pork stink. <laughs> but basil stink is just no, too pretty. That should be like fresh. That should be I like basil with like fresh things. If I ever see you put on a damn tremula on some eggs, I'm gonna yell tremula, at you. Like, what, uh, what basil got? Basil's not. not if tremula. I ever see you put any yeah, sort of well, green sauce, got a stink to it though because there, there's like cumin. There's like a lot of like fresh. If pungent. I see chimichurri on anything resembling an egg, mm. <laughs> we're gonna I mean, fight. Yeah, I like herbs and eggs. I love nice. herbs and eggs. <laughs> okay, herbs and eggs are R and B duet. <laughs> I'm herbs. <laughs> I'm <laughs> eggs. Can you guess what? I'm eggs. Because <laughs> I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your eggs, Nicole? And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dogs and a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Zonda with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time.